Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Pod, where we discuss and debate what makes something great. I'm Ron Swallow. And I'm Ed Greer. And today, we're going to talk about Batman's rogues gallery. But they're not all created equal. So me and Ron are going to discuss the debate, who is the greatest of these rogues? Man, it's going to be a tough one. He's got like a bazillion interesting characters that match up with him. And it's funny because some of them should be an overmatch, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then some of them shouldn't be and then are. So. <laughs> yep. That that is that is really interesting about him, dude. Uh and I think it's it's so funny the the type of character that they decided that Batman should fight are slightly above the law, I guess, which is why Batman needs to get them, you know, cuz police are pretty ineffectual against their super methods or whatever. But at the same time, they'll just hit him in the head with a wrench or something. You know, I was watching, you know, reading some of those old comics before before Batman became infallible. I, a lady hit Batman in the head with some skis in a Neil Adams drawn adventure where he was in the, he was in the mountains. She just hit him in the head with some skis. He was like, "Ah, oh, shit, my hand!" And he was fucked up for like half an issue. You know, yeah. they used to do shit like that. And and now it's like he's going up against Clayface. And King Shark and Croc and all these other literal, literal like gods who could get hit by missiles and be like, okay. Who are some of your favorites, uh, Ed? Yeah, my favorites back in the days, honestly, was anybody who had the mental and physical capabilities to fuck with Batman. I kind of didn't like the plot armor that they would put around people like uh, the Joker and Penguin and stuff, you know. Uh, and even when they tried to make Penguin kind of badass, like he was like a, I remember he had a rewrite in the, I think late nineties going into the two thousands where they re remade him into this sort of like kingpin figure where his fat was muscle and he would fuck your ass up. Cause he was like the one true penguin or whatever. You know what I mean? He was like a bad dude. He fucked people up when he was a little kid. Uh, Cause yeah. they were calling him fat and shit. They kind of, like I said, they gave him the kingpin treatment. They brushed him with the kingpin brush for a second. And it's like, yeah, I don't know about all that shit. And uh, I just think those type of it's just strange credulity when you see that, like, just Joker's not he beats he hits Batman and beats up Batman and traps Batman because the story has to have that happen for him to do his wild shit and say his lines and be his character. But there's no actual real reason why any of it should happen. You know what I mean? Like these traps aren't that super clever. It'd be one thing if this dude was like saw times 10. But it's never that. It's just sort of like, I got some Boy Scouts. Hmm. And then it's just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, I'm either going to kill you in the tunnel of love. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't it, it doesn't move me. But I'll tell you what, the guys that were really fucking Batman up again, uh, Death, Deathstroke the Terminator in his own book, Batman came in there talking some shit, got fucked up. You can look it up. Just Google Google uh, Deathstroke fucking up batman and you will get this page it will come up and it is panel after panel of batman getting broke off by somebody who's stronger than him and basically as smart as him yeah. so it just th- those are the type of dudes that i always wanted to see him go up against rather than like clowns and dudes with fucking cigar cigarette holders and shit you know what i mean yeah absolutely and it's one of the fun it's funny because like you know your first instinct is to literally pick the joker penguin and um 
I guess two face, right? Like I guess maybe the Riddler, like those four who are all, I mean, two face is interesting, but the Riddler, the penguin, the Joker, Batman works those dudes every single time. He catches them every single time. They're not that smart. I mean, I guess Edward Nigma is smart. He's interesting. You see, they tried to give him a face turn where all of a sudden he was going to be like a good detective helping people out and shit. And, uh, but, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think it took. No, I'm sure it didn't. Um, but then, you know, okay, so, like, we've got Bane. Obviously, he broke Batman's back. Yeah, I would I would put him up there. Although, he's very, uh, the guy who beat up Superman. What the fuck was his goofy name? Doomsday. He's very Doomsday. Like, this new motherfucker, out of nowhere. It's much like when, when we're talking about Rivers, about wrestling. Yeah, when you bring some guy out of somewhere... And you just say, this is the new guy. Worship this guy. A lot of people hate that shit. You know what I mean? So, like, Bane, having not really paid his dues and fucking up Batman that bad, kind of taints his shit a little bit, even to me. But uh, later, we're going to be divvying up teams. I'm just going to do a spoiler alert. I think we might have to fight over Bane because uh, he he is that guy that uh, is a physical match and uh, intellectual enough to break him down, which was why... I hated his depiction in, in Dark Knight Rises, which all the nerds say, but I just think it's especially brutal when he's not. I don't mind him honestly being used as a bit of a as a not I I I I mind him being used as a pawn who isn't after all that the master. You know what I'm saying? I would love for him to be a henchman in one of these movies for the whole time, and then the Kaiser Soze's up at the end. And then a bat fist comes and busts his shit. And then they do the real fight for the end. And then he loses. But you get to see him be really fucking cool for a while. You see him be really like accomplished as this dude who could fuck with Batman for a while. I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah, that would make a huge difference. I mean, it would it would add something to what he does. Um, and then we've got, to, you know, like, does Catwoman count as a rogue? Because, like, they get together. I mean, let me tell you something. I've been in love with my chick for a long time, but if she ever became my enemy, that'd be a really fucking shitty enemy. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. How do you feel about the Scarecrow? Um, If I'm going to go sucks or don't suck, suck. Honestly. I just, I just don't me because yeah. I love the concept of like he's a fear based bad guy and he plays on you know on on your 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 greatest weaknesses and 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 fears and nightmares and all that sort of thing. I love that concept, but the character is not I don't know, just doesn't do it for me either. So, I think I have to take Scarecrow out of it. Um yeah, he's just. Oh, nice. yeah, I guess it's just not our cup of tea, dude. You know what I'm saying? That 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 type of guys who are just like standing around all spindly, and dudes are fighting for them, and then Batman wades through all those dudes and punches them out with one punch, and it's like a double page Brian Boland spread or whatever. You know, it's, I don't know why that's interesting, honestly. Yeah. You know, I think maybe I think I'm a Rachel Ghoul guy. I think everybody's think a Rachel Ghoul guy. He's got to be. He's so it's such an interesting character, and he's a challenge for Batman on multiple levels. He still has a mystical 
thing to be almost too powerful. You know what I mean? But not so mm-hmm. overpowered that he's in unbeatable. Plus, he's got an army of you know great ninjas to uh, to to take on Batman, and he almost doesn't want Batman to lose. He kind of wants Batman to be his buddy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he literally wants Batman to fuck his daughter. Can you imagine? Like, okay, <laughs> you're fucking 5,000 years old, okay? You have been through every fucking situation on the man. You've probably had thousands of children. Yeah. You get this one daughter in this one time frame that you understand is very special. We got nuclear power. We got uh, uh, frisian with religions and shit. That is uh, nuclear power and religious frisian and weird wars is a nice little spicy playground for Rachel Ghoul. You know what I mean? And him wanting to just take it back to the old Mesopotamia days, you know, it, it just, it's a perfect, beautiful fucking thing. And then he has this daughter, one of thousands, but this one is special. And then he fucking finds out that there's this super fresh dude who's an Olympian athlete, fucks people up all night, has fresh, has a fresh car, obviously has millions of dollars, has a bunch of free time and a bunch of fucking skills, and he chooses to apply that to changing the world. And you want that guy desperately to fuck your daughter and be part of your homies so that if, God forbid, ever you get killed or you're too far away from the Lazarus pit, the League of Assassins will be in the best hands possible. A dude who came in with his own fortune and can have something to his, it's like the Borg, right? I add your uniqueness to mine to make me stronger. Batman as League of as the League of Shadows dude, they would literally take over the world. They would beat up all the Supermans and all those people. They would run the world. They'd be a cape around the world. That's what yeah. would happen if Batman chose to go with Rachel Ghoul. And he knows that and he fights against and it. And I think shit. that's what makes him such an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the things that makes him so interesting as a as a as a foil uh for Batman is is he's because he never he doesn't really want to kill him. He wants him to hang out, but he'll, you know, if he gets in the way of of, of Ray's plans, well, you know, he does what he has to do. But mm-hmm. also he, he's trying to get you to, you know, make out with his daughter little bit he, you know like he just wants you to have a son with his daughter it's not a big deal just come inside of his daughter so there's progeny between the both of you like you know a kingdom of genetic uh masterpieces uh it's you know so no, no, Dude, it'd be funny if Rachel Gould didn't fucking uh, or Raz Al Ghul, as some people are yelling at their thing. Whatever you think, but I, I think Rach sounds cool. Uh, if if Raz Al Ghul's uh, ass didn't get smarter over time, he was just like a fucking straight up savage <laughs> all the way to this time. He's just like, oh, Batman, I will give you forty seven thousand sheep. I trust I have adjusted for inflation for you to marry my daughter. <laughs> 47,000. You can't beat it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, he's just trying to sell his daughter to Batman. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's like half barbarian and half a feet lord from 1400s or something. That's hilarious. Um, so I think Ray, Ray, uh, Ray is up there. Ray Shao Ghul, Raz Sal Ghul, however you like to say it. Um, I'm going with Raish. I'm always doing, baby. You know what? Raish. Ray Shao Ghul. I like that better. Um, and then. See how thin the air can get once you get past the top, like four. I mean, let's yeah. talk about Two Face real quick. Let's talk about Two Face. Sure. 
Let's get into Two-Face. Uh, Harvey Dent, the man who was once going to save Gotham because he had the right kind of morals. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, how did, how did you feel when you saw him in, um, in Dark Knight? <sighs> it's so funny because, like, I got what was happening, and I got the story they were they were telling, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't like it. <laughs> you know what wait, I mean? wait, 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 wait! Hold, hold on, we got to break this down. You didn't like the fact that Batman was trying to steal a dude's chick, and also dump all the responsibility for fighting crime on him at the yeah. same time. You didn't mm-hmm. dig that? That's what Batman's goal was for the entirety of the Dark Knight movie. Nope, nope. Didn't enjoy that. Thought that was uh, not great. Thought it was not great. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, the th- the problem I have is, again, and this is one of those things where, like, you have to let things go uh, sometimes in your love of a character. But my Batman does not pass on responsibility or have insecurities about what he's doing. My Batman is there to fight the worst criminals in Gotham and to save lives and uh, and do it with um, mystery and and badassery and uh, with uh, as few people as possible uh, getting in harm's way. Um, and that's, you know, and using his brain to do it as well. That's my Batman. So when mm-hmm. when they don't, when they have Batman be like, oh, man, I'm not sure. Maybe we need somebody else in here to clean up the streets. It's like, okay, no, we we don't need that. That's a different story. <laughs> we don't need that. It sounds like a. It sounds like you're an insecure boyfriend who's like jealous. You know what I mean? You know, it's like ah man, my girlfriend like goes out with her friends. Fucking, I don't. I'm sure she's out banging some other dude too. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's like what Batman was like. That's how insecure Batman was. In that yeah. Movie. Yeah, dude. And I, and I didn't like that. But I do like I do like Harvey Dent. One, I do love the idea of a guy who's like run almost exclusively on luck. Everything he does is a 50-50 chance. It's a gamble. And I mm-hmm. like I, I kind of enjoy that. Um mm-hmm. and he could be doing a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but is it really? Does he really want to just do the bad thing no matter which face is showing? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say, I'm 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 just saying I'm very glad that they've done things like have um and Long Halloween have them kind of go back and be like, and also in uh Batman Year One, have them suspecting Harvey Dent as being Batman. That's where that track was laid. It didn't just show up in that movie. It was laid like a long fucking time ago that you know he it's a hey, there but for the grace of God go I, you know type of shit so like him becoming some villain that fights batman is cool him blaming batman for how he got his face fucked up or whatever is pretty cool uh but yeah i think he has a weighted coin <laughs> he put some he told the guy with the shaving the coins to fucking put a little extra microns on that bad side so that he can he can get his shit done because uh he, he didn't have time for a crisis of conscience you know uh, I used to always love. I mean, I again though, man. I think so, some of these cats are such style over substance, bro. 
because yeah. like I the thing I loved I, there was a there was an issue of uh, Teen Titan Spotlight. The spotlight was on Cyborg for that issue, and it was all about uh, Two Face, you know, uh, coming to town and doing all this kind of shit. And it was either in that comic and probably in other comics where I just saw he's like, kind of sitting in a room. And the room is perfectly divided down his sides, and like one side is all fucked up, and one side is all posh and clean, and they're immaculately maintained as fucked up or clean as they are all the way throughout the whole space. So you could just see the clear double mindedness. And like shit like that is what I remember, not like these great feats of villainy, really. I mean, I remember yeah. an old Neil Adams story where they were trying to get some pirate gold or something and Batman beat him up at the end. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it was drawn really well and it had a lot of atmosphere, but in the end, it's a, it's a, it's a guy who could be a triathlete who has about a million dollars of weaponry on him at all times versus a dude with a revolver and a coin and a fucking fucked up face. And it's just like, at some point this gets ridiculous. Um, I, and that's why I'm going to bring up who I think might be my favorite, Poison Ivy. I mean, Poison Ivy hard as fuck, man. I mean, she's got a lot of superpower. Let's talk about her and Clayface as some of his, like, oh, this is fucking ridiculous villains. Because uh, that falls right in line with this with this next part of us kind of uh, discerning, okay, who are the tippity tops of putting them all together? Because, like, it's, but see, that's another thing, though. I don't know that I like that, dude. I mean, because Poison Ivy could fucking fight the Justice League if you really think about it. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, she's the Magneto of fucking plants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you put, come on, man. If you put her in the desert, she'd fuck you up with a cactus. So but it's she has like some limits because, like, she's basically like, yeah, she'll do some notorious stuff, but it's because she thinks that people are destroying the world and she needs plants. She likes plants better and she's part plant, you know, like it's, it's, it's an interesting character because she's, she's got like a purpose. And so that's if, true. If, you know, it, like, check it out. If, if Wayne enterprises went completely green, everything they did was completely green. She'd probably be like real supportive of it. You know what I mean? She'd probably <laughs> be like, all right, well, I was going to take over your entire corporation. Like I did that one time, but now I appreciate what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know, and you know the obviously there's a bunch of different versions of the cart the 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 cartoon version with uh, Harley Quinn, uh, and her is hilarious, um, and uh, I guess Harley Quinn counts as one too, but I didn't even think of her as a Batman rogue because I almost think of her as a Joker rogue in a weird way now. But I mean, it's kind of like how uh, when Frank Miller stole the uh, Kingpin from the Spider-Man office, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, give me give me that character. I could do better with this motherfucker. What about what about uh, Clayface? I mean, and he's also doesn't have like a lot of. Anything behind him, he's just like real mad that somebody else got his part. So he turns into like a crazy thing and goes nuts and just like wants to fight everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. Them making him funny in in the, that cartoon in the Harley Quinn cartoon is genius because it made him way more interesting than I would say he is in the comic book. I, mm -hmm. I don't think we can count him as one of his best rogues. Like, I just don't think we can because he doesn't have like a enough substance. Like really like he's a badass. He obviously can, you know, 
is hard to beat because he's a giant pile of moving mud that can take on uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of different faces and forms. And if, if this would be one of those things where like, I don't know if Hugo strange somehow uh, gave him some shock therapy and got his brain in order, uh, but like also kept him evil. He'd be like really hard to beat because he could be anyone, you know, be anywhere and do anything pretty much. And he's got super strength and flexibility and can fit under doors and all kinds of other crazy shit. I think that's super fresh, but I also think it's another thing where it's like, they're like so struggling to make Batman not OP that they give him these villains who are super OP. Like these are like Spider-Man villains. You know what I'm saying? Like poison Ivy, Clayface, shit like that. These, these, you know, you'd have, I mean, I guess that those are the type of villains who are testing his, infinite resources because they're not testing his detective skills other than oh i put i set the batmobile to check out for a radiated mud or whatever the fuck you know what i mean it it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's part of challenging the best parts of the character which is what all these rogues are supposed to do right that's another thing about like why we're talking about batman's rogues is each one of them brings something out of the main character we came to see. Nobody's trying to read no Penguin solo book. Get the fuck out of my face with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like these guys are there to prop up the main guy, Batman. So I'm just looking at all these people and what they bring out of Batman. And that's why it's like, ah, oh, God damn. I just, I think on the Patreon, I'm just going to do a big um, fucking Joker rant about how I would fix the Joker. But it ain't my job right now to fix the Joker. That's not my job. My job is to look at him as he is. And if I'm trying to pick like a dude who has fucked with Batman a lot, that is the guy. But I just would try to shore up why he is the guy. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, we know mentally why he's the guy. He's hard to figure out because he's a maniac who just wants to do stuff. And there isn't enough of a pattern to what he's doing to be completely predictable unless it has to do with, you know, killing Batman. But if he's just committing crimes and stuff, you're like, I don't, I have no idea what he's going to do. He doesn't. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the basic, but that's the basic template for a Batman character because Batman, again, even back in the days was so OP that if he just showed up, he would fuck your ass up. So he's got to show up after you've done your crime. He has to do so he can detect this and do that and keep him away from you until finally he gets to bam, pow, sock you up. And I just think it's one of these things where I always like those characters where let's say, uh, I think I've uh, talked about this before, but like I was reading the Punisher and the Punisher had five straight issues where they was building up to fighting the Kingpin and Punisher finally got up to the Kingpin and got his ass whooped in his own book. Because the kingpin was too big for him. And I love that type of shit. And I love the a possibility of shit like that happening to your fucking ass. So that's why I always liked uh, Killer Croc, dude. Back in the oh. days, they used to do Killer Croc right. He wasn't all weird. I'm not even going to talk about uh, Suicide Squad or the... Yeah, I'm not talking about Suicide Squad's Killer Croc at all. That's not in this discussion. Talk about Waylon Green from Florida, from the comics. I'm talking about... Uh, I don't know if I'm talking about when he got all mutated during the early Jim Lee era and shit like that. I just, a dude who is super fucking strong, doesn't know what to do with himself and gets involved in all these schemes as either muscle or a person who's kind of having psychotic breaks and killing people. Either way, he's lurking the streets and it's up to Batman because when two cops show up to fight Killer Croc, they get fucked up. 
when six cops show up to killer croc they start shooting and they they chase him into a building and then they run into the building and killer croc comes out of that building and gets into a fucking cop car and drives away you know what i'm saying like like the, this dude is badass and only yeah. batman can physically and mentally take the toll of like finding this dude because of his like he doesn't have a plan either and then when you get to him it ain't just some simple biff pal biff it's some real shit at least the first like 20 or so times when they you met killer croc you met a motherfucker that was you know down to brawl and a lot of times batman had to pull out some pretty dirty tricks to beat homeboy so like i i really do count that in my big villain guys and i just wish they had a they they did a thing with this dude named that blockbuster Blockbuster. They gave, they gave Blockbuster this fucking makeover to where he was like super ridiculously smart and super huge and strong. So he just instantly took over all the mobs in Bloodhaven. And uh, they should have just did that with Killer Croc, bro. They should have just did some bullshit. I don't give a fuck. He got hit, he 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 ate some guy who had been eating limitless pills. I don't give a fuck how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets smart and starts trying to run shit. A kingpin that has razor sharp teeth is what you basically have. A, a kingpin with vastly more agility, vastly better swimming ability, probably stronger, maybe even way stronger than a regular human being to, like kingpin. I mean, even though kingpin is super fresh, uh, so don't trip. But like I'm saying, like Killer Croc might just run up kingpin's fat chest and bite his neck out. You know what I mean? He's like the mutant leader. He will fuck Batman up. You know that the the mutant leader was just Killer Croc. Yeah. Oh, does the mutant leader count? <laughs> He's just fucking uh, That's a great uh question. Dark Returns. Well, and and let's 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 bring up a couple other ones before we, you know, just a few other ones of that are like less. Well, well people and people will be mad at us if we don't mention people like uh, Mister Freeze or Doctor Freeze. Is he a doctor? I think it's just named Mister Freeze, but he is a doctor, so he should be called Doctor Freeze. You're correct. Um, I think we also need to talk about some of the. I want to say lesser known, but I think still counts mm -hmm. type of characters. Um, for instance, uh, I think we would be, you know, making a real big mistake if we didn't mention one of my favorite characters of all time, you know, Clock King. Uh, you know, I, I, I really think the spin that we put on him in our rebooted episode where he was just like making deadly traps and shit that were based on timing and shit. And he could fuck with even people like the flash that level of saw, like a saw dude fucking with Batman city. That's the money right there, dude. That's the money and making them like turn against each other making the, the, the poor kill the rich in a big media frenzy. And then make the rich be on trial for the crimes of the blah, 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 blah. And it's just like all this shit is going on where it's making it a hot, hot bed in the city and traps are befalling the, the, these type of people and those type of people and the city's unrest. And, you know, it's like a summer of Sam, you know, which I think they're trying to do with this new Riddler flick, which, Hey, God bless, you know, Riddler being in the new Batman. I, I think that's what they're trying to do. And let's, let's see it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm, 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 I'm on board for it. If it was the clock King, uh, I need to <laughs> okay. Um, also, I think we're being mistaken if we didn't mention Talia Al Ghul. I mean, yeah, it is. It is wrong to definitely think of her as just an extension of her father because she's shown that she has a lot of her own, you know, goals. I definitely get that. Uh, I mean, I have always uh, championed the fact that that her and um, Batman having a kid was canon. 
but they kind of went Grant Morrison kind of went back and they made it uh sort of a uh, uh this like robo cloned that took his jizz and manipulated it with dinosaur DNA type shit to make Damien. And that's like the only thing that keeps me from fully embracing Damien. If Damien was just some kid who came out of Talia al Ghul, Talia al Ghul like tried to give the kid away, which is what happened when the kid was born in the original original uh, graphic novel, Son of the Demon, drawn by Jerry Bingham and uh, written by Mike W. Barr. That thing had Batman really getting in with the League of Shadows people, really like walking around with just his mask on and his shirt off and shit and kicking it with people and just, uh, ha- you know, having multiple times having sex with Sayal Ghul and she gets pregnant. And then uh, some dudes from this uh, weird sect offshoot of the uh, League, of, uh, League of Shadows, League of Assassins, whatever, they rush the base and Talia gets f- fucked up in an explosion or something happens and she loses the baby. And it's super fucking depressing. And it's like, fuck, man. And Batman's like racked with whatever. And he ends up fighting and doing this shit and beating up Rachel Gould at the end to like, and beating up this other guy uh, to save the world, of course. And he decides he can't be with Talia Gould. It was like that chapter was just sort of closed and he swings away or whatever. And Talia was like in this hospital. He couldn't see her or some shit like that. Anyway, totally. He got Darth Vader because she definitely had a kid. And the kid, they gave the kid up for adoption. And the kid went to like a regular place. So like a, oh. you know what I'm saying? So like like grabbing up a kid that has all this fresh Batman DNA and like Talia Al Ghul secretly trying to influence the parents' lives to give him a good life and maybe she's like finally gets tired of it and just kills those parents and takes them from him when he's like three or four and from that point forward trains him in the deadly arts or something like that. But in the comic books, it's like he has all this. Like Warren Ellis wrote this comic book that kind of fucked up Tony Stark in the Ultimate Universe for me, where they said. uh, Tony Stark's dad had fucked with his DNA to help him be smart. And I was like, oh, nope, 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 nope. You know what nope. I'm saying? None of that it's, shit. The apple falls from the tree, motherfucker. Oh, good old fashioned style. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think that approach is way less cool than just he was born. Maybe he got gathered up later. Maybe he wandered the earth. Maybe they caught him when he was 13 or 14, but he caught up quick or something like a regular Robin. I don't know. Something better than. He's just a robo lord ready for war. You know what I mean? Since the guy zygote, I don't really like that part of it. And that's what keeps me from super embracing him as, as super fresh. But like Talia Al Ghul having your kid makes her a grand adversary, Ron. <laughs> it, it absolutely does. That's kind of why I think she could be good. I don't know if I can pick her as a top, as a top rogue though. That's the problem. Mm. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to, narrow it down to the to the best and i and i wanted to to reach into some of these little less mentions you mentioned them earlier but deathstroke i mean look we all know that he's done wrong all of the time because he's he's like uh, just a few steps down from like, like he could take on solomon grundy and we'd be like okay makes sense well, also, though, there's somebody screaming at their podcast device that he's not really a Batman villain. If anything, he's a Titans villain who got stolen a little bit for Nightwing, which I'd argue fucked the character up for a lot of people. Because I just think after Nightwing has smacked you up on the streets of Bloodhaven, jumping around with his butt cheeks out, I'd love Nightwing. I think he's very fucking fresh. But once Nightwing beats you solo, why the fuck are you even trying to fight Batman, honestly? Like, what the fuck would you even try to do that? But I have, like I said, I've seen with my own two eyes, 
ev- scenes where like Deathstroke fuck Batman up, like one on one, and it's just like. I just think it's uh it's unfortunate that we don't get him as a Batman villain uh over certain people like <laughs> Joker uh because I just think you need somebody who yeah when they come to your town all these killings start and you have to try to stop them and occasionally you'll catch him in the act or catch him about to do it and it don't matter because he kicks your ass so what are you gonna do you know what I'm saying I'll tell you a fucking um little known one KG Beast you won't even oh, find yeah. it on none of those lists KG Beast. Fuck Batman up so bad that Batman said, you know what? I'm going to just lock him under an abandoned subway station in Moscow forever or whatever the fuck. You know, he just locked him away forever and left. He knew he he knew homeboy couldn't ever get out. There was no food down there. There was no nothing. He locked him away because he didn't want to deal with him anymore. Batman killed that guy in that particular uh, Jim Apero comic. He killed that guy because he was too hardcore. <laughs> Batman was like, I can't deal with this dude. I can't do it. Yep. So then here's another uh, another question, though. Um, should we include the Court of Owls and Talon? Uh, but see, you see, you see the barrel scrape that we're doing, and we ain't even got to the real losers like Mr. Zaz yeah, or the fucking Killer guys. Moth or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, and then we got new people, Professor Pig. I say, I'd say the damn um, the dude, the Grim Reaper cat from um, from Phantasm. Uh, well, yeah, that's the one from the movie, but like the one from um. The comic, I forgot what the fuck he was calling a comic, but uh, yeah, that uh, uh, he was an old dude and he fucked up Batman shit because Batman didn't really have his shit together because it was only Batman Year Two. That's what that's what they advertised it as, oh, Batman yeah. Year Two. It was drawn by Alan Davis uh, for a minute, I think, and then uh, Todd McFarlane drew like the last couple issues, I think. It's yeah, crazy. Right. That's a crazy transition for your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you're making Batman Year Two was silly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's silly. <laughs> year one makes sense because you're like, oh, it's year one. This is the first time he's done it. We're gonna f- see the beginnings of of the bat. But year two is like, what? And the, but that's the funny part. That's what they say. This movie takes place takes place in. It's like, and you know what? I can see what they're talking about in that. You kind of want somebody with their method set up. Because another time of him doing pushups in the dark. Another time of him getting his shit together to fuck some dudes up, you know, just, it's just show him, you know, we got a system, we turn the light on, he comes out, he fucks dudes up. Then something comes to like upset that, um, status quo. You know what I mean? I'm way into that after we've had so many movies, you know, start out their trilogy with, yeah, man. So the other day I saw this bat on my dad's, uh, fucking statue over there. And I was thinking, Need to be a bat, so I need to order some batarangs or go make them in an auto mechanics barn or whatever the fuck we gonna do this time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm kind of over that. So like, bring on this. Like, hey man, I'm Batman. I show up at night and I fuck dudes up. Well, now I'm a super smart villain who's not just gonna fight you in an alley. I'm gonna set up all these traps. I'm gonna fuck with the Gotham's elite. I'm gonna fuck with you and your civilian identity. I'm wild like that. And it's like, oh shit, this is some next level shit. I got a level Batman year two. Shit, the level just got harder. You know what I mean? Give me that. You know what I'm saying? I, I do think we're gonna get some we're gonna get some depressing shots in this movie, though, dude. There's gonna be some depressing, almost Nolan-esque 
like shots of him just being sort of melancholy standing on something or even if he's standing with Catwoman, it's like I'm still alone type of shit. There's going to be some real <laughs> emo Trent Reznor ass yeah. shit going on yeah. in this. Yeah. And you know Absolutely. what? I, I might be here for it. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance and uh, on all that good stuff, even though I have heard it's the longest comic book movie that's ever been made. So get your double popcorns, baby. Be fat. <laughs> so now let's talk about the most important uh, character. Uh, and that is Mr. Zez. No, we're not talking about that because he sucks ass. <laughs> just I can't just, stand that dude. Yeah, absolutely. And just to be clear, guys, uh, uh, we're gonna skip some of the uh, the worst ones because in our Patreon, we are going to be doing uh, worst uh, Batman villains and talking about how bad and how deep, deep, deep they had to reach to get these terrible, terrible uh, villains. Uh, do we count? Uh, do we count uh, Owlman? Um, I think uh, mm. Owlman will fuck your ass up, dude. He's just Batman from another dimension. He's a nihilist. He's like uh, those dudes in uh, the Big Lebowski. We fucks you up, Lebowski. <laughs> I'm the fat man who's a nihilist. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just picturing Owlman in leathers kicking at Batman. <laughs> Like like in the Big Lebowski. I don't know if we count him because he's not an everyday rogue. If we did, though, oh, he's a beast. I absolutely fucking agree. He's like Hannibal Lecter with all of your skills and all of your equipment, but just a little weird. Like when you go into Canada, you got all the same shit over there, but it's just a little bit different as the as the Pulp Fiction monologue says. So, like, I, I think I think he I think he should count. Honestly, running into alternate, I don't think people like Thomas Wayne should count or the, and the Batman who laughs is a universal threat. I mean, he's for everybody. He's all, that's what's so sick about Batman as a concept. When he goes bad, he's everybody's problem. He's not just yeah. one or two people's problem. He's like the universes and even the multiverses problem when he goes yeah. bad. So that's a big blow job on, on Bruce Wayne right there. That's a big put over for him. Absolutely. Um, so now I want to mention a couple of uh, physical, like able to stand toe to toe with Batman characters that are also still technically human. Uh, and that would be uh, Lady Shiva and Prometheus. I mean, yeah, Prometheus uh, put Batman over the most I've ever seen anybody put him over when he uh, Batman hacked the suit he was on and basically gave him the physical characteristics of Stephen Hawking and he beat his ass. <laughs> like dude not about that dude that was some hardcore shit that's that's some grant morrison shit dude grant morrison writes some hardcore shit like that yeah that's true so we can't count prometheus but lady shiva uh... i mean i don't know if you can and this is gonna be controversial so let me just go ahead and just get the runway out but batman I don't believe I've seen a comic that is kidding or whatever the fuck that means anyway in any, any anymore. Um I don't think I've seen Batman beat Lady Shiva on the page, bro. It's always some like interrupted by some bullshit. It ain't never like a real fight to the to to the death or a fight to like submission. And when things that are close to that happen, Lady Shiva fucks Batman up. Like Batman yep. would really ha- the thing is you know it'd be dope to like write the comic where Lady Shiva's fucking Batman up 
and Batman has to like throw some bombs and shit at her or some batarangs and shit. He's like, hey, man, okay, I'm, I'm tapping out of this regular fight and shit. I got to do you like these thugs I do on the street. I got to throw some shit to distract you, <laughs> wrap you up in my cape or something, drop some shuriken bombs, throw some shit, Maccabishi for you to step on, something, because you whooping my fucking ass if we doing some natural fighting. Yeah. I would love to like just see that in a comic, and that they've never done it, and I would love to see that in a comic. Absolutely, me too. There's also the character that they used in the new Suicide Squad, and uh, and then after this, I think we need to narrow it down to who we who we've decided. But I wanted to bring this character up because I do think he's an interesting character, and that's Black Mask. Yeah, I mean, again, though, what actual physical threat is he to Batman? I mean, I I know I know it sounds like yeah, a caveman going back no, to that all the time, but but he's also one of those guys that he's not really smart enough. He's just got like, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. I, I just think he's also very uh, – he's just got like a big gang. He's just got so much power, and I think that that doesn't matter. I don't think that's, that's in that situation. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say you're right. I think I'm, I'm going to back you up on that one. No, no black mask in this. So who are we choosing? Ed? Where are we, where are we, how are we doing this? I mean, realistically, bro – I'm thinking that I don't know, man. I think people are going to be mad at this list from my or my contributions to the list because I really think maybe we shouldn't count out people like like if Prometheus could get back to where he was, you know what I'm saying? If he like trained and ate his Wheaties and he he teamed up with some people, maybe that's the next part of this is just let's let's pick the top of the tops and see if we can pick some Suicide Squads to go after the Batman. I don't know, man. I give you first pick, dude, because I like I came up with it. I want to give you first pick so that you can like establish your team. Because there's there's some there's some real linchpins in this motherfucker. So I, I, I the mean, way you I move will determine. I mentioned it earlier, and I'm going Razogu. Yeah, I knew it. Damn it, that's like get, get that's like let somebody get Michael Jordan. Fuck. Um, I mean, I gotta okay. go Razogu. It's, the, it's uh, the only one fuck. that makes sense. It has to happen. Yeah, it's totally true. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I have to, I have to get, I have to get Deathstroke to compensate for that. And okay. I'm sorry if, uh, if Batman purists, uh, but like but Deathstroke not written with plot armor to help out people like uh, Grayson or help out Batman. It isn't about when Deathstroke fucks you up; it's how. And your job, should you choose to accept it, when you encounter Deathstroke, the Terminator, in a well-written comic, is to survive. Your job is to fucking survive. And occasionally you can team up on them and get out of there and fuck them up and, and give them a little lesson to not fuck with you a little bit. But you didn't kill them. It didn't even come close. And you got out of there with your fucking life. That should be what happens when you fucking run into that dude. You know what I mean? And a lot of times they'll just have him fight Nightwing on the docks in a, in a fucking box <laughs> in a shipping container on the docks to have him have a little fight with him. It's going to be and have Nightwing fighting. Right, and then <laughs> and then Nightwing will just uh, they'll be on the docks fighting in a box, and they'll let stupid ass Nightwing come out on top for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's like diminishes totally shit. <laughs> yeah, that now he's gonna he got some Joker venom. Gonna have to get some detox. But yeah, so so yes, I pick Deathstroke. A well written Deathstroke would be able to countermand your your racial goal. Um, oh wait, are we each picking three people? Yep. Okay. Um, and my team up then, 
with Rachel Ghoul. I'm gonna do I think we're gonna do Oh, this is a tough one. You know what? I will go with poison ivy. Oh shit. Now the reason I'm doing that to be clear is I think Raze is gonna come up. My I think Raze is gonna come up with a plan to keep Batman distracted the whole time till he takes him out. That's going to be the yeah. whole the whole plan. And he's going to have people who are capable of taking him out, but that Batman can sort of counteract. And then he comes in and lays the smack down at the perfect opportune moment. Huh. That is a big one. Uh, you know who we didn't talk about? Dr. Hugo Strange. Ooh. He could come okay. up with some with some plots and plans and some pots and pans, do some shit with his uh his hypnosis and shit, make people uh oh, we didn't talk about Mad Hatter, he could do that too. But uh if we're talking about people that we're gonna take on, we're gonna gotta get them yeah. Who's to your come choice? take out the Batman. You know what I think I do? I'm hiring the goddamn Joker, and I'll tell you why. Oh, I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, but but the basic plan is the Joker is the chaos bomb that you drop into everything. And if you are smart like Deathstroke and you manipulate a situation where this guy is going to be chaotic at a certain point, the whole point of harnessing chaos is throwing chaos into the right place at the right time. So your planning sets off the chaos bomb. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like manipulating the Joker in some way is a key part of my plan to fuck up the Batman. Um, and then I guess then, see, I have a toss up. I can't decide between actually somebody we forgot to mention, uh, the Red Hood um, or Bane. So I, but I think I'm just going to go with Bane. Damn, that was my last pick. I was gonna pick Bane. Oh, okay. Well, then I take it back. The Red Hood. No, no, no. That that's good. Because uh, so basically, so what? So what's your team right now? Rachel Gold, Poison Ivy, and uh, um, uh, Bane. I already see some problems with it, but oh, no, I think it, I I think it's good. I you know what? I think if I chose somebody like Lady Shiva. I would be fucking up my plan a little bit. Uh, so I'm picking. I think I would pick Dr. Freeze for the win. I pick okay. Dr. Freeze and I think I pick Dr. Freeze because the thing I, I think if I'm Deathstroke, okay, this is my plan. I'll just lay it out. Okay. So I'm Deathstroke. I got I manipulate the Joker into setting up like, you know, killing a bunch of Boy Scouts in Times Square or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Batman shows up expecting a regular Joker adventure. And maybe Joker even gets in some good licks on him and they have their own little stupid adventure. 
And Batman, you know, in the end, lands that super fresh punch and his mask is all tore up and he's got some acid burns on him for no reason. And he's a little bit winded, but he took out the Joker again and he takes the shuriken out of his neck or whatever, the, the switchblade out of his ribs or whatever goes, huh? Beat him again. And then Deathstroke is whooping his goddamn ass. <laughs> like right, he's on him, whooping his ass right after a good old Joker fight. And I think if you had maybe somebody like Mr. Freeze to like snipe homeboy in the moment of being tired after fighting the Joker, you snipe him with like a round, a sniper round of cold shit that like, so you're far away. Batman has no way of, of getting ready for it. You snipe him and hit his ass with some cold shit and freeze him in place. And Deathstroke knocks his head right the fuck off. Just knocks it right the fuck off while, while, while he's all frozen up for that millisecond that he's all frozen up. He knocks fucking Batman's head the fuck off. And all that darkness of the night, all that this light is a warning shit is over for Rover. That's what I would do. I like it. I like it. That's a that's a great that's a great setup. I think well with Race, uh he basically be making it look like he was, you know, making a move on trying to get Batman uh into the, the league again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and instead, Poison Ivy would show up, causing chaos. But it wouldn't look like that. It would look like Poison's uh, there to attack Rachel Ghoul, and so Batman sort of steps in the middle, you know, because he can't let mm-hmm. you know. No matter who's in the situation, he has to save the person. Mm-hmm. And then Poison Ivy gets some poison into him to make him a little weaker, and that's. When Bane shows up. Oh, yeah. And then Bane shows up. And guess what? Guess what? Rachel Ghoul has fixed uh, the problems with his serum. And he's not a crazy person anymore. <laughs> um, and then he takes him out that way. Um, pretty simple. The other way that I was going to do it with the Red Hood, though, was that uh, Race gets the Red Hood to, uh, since he would know it's Jason Todd, right? Mm-hmm. To get back into Batman's life. Oh, mental cruelty. Mentally fuck him up. But I decided not to do that because it's too fucked up. (laughs) Hey, but that's good. I kind of like that most, dude. Like, get it. Just fuck his whole shit up. Most opportune moment. Yep. While he's fighting Poison Ivy. Yep. And just like make sure. But yeah, I think, see, I think both of these are master plans that show that, like, there was this old, you know, it's funny. We've been talking about DC characters this whole time, and I've made Marvel illusions a bunch of times and it's going to happen because i read a little bit more marvel than dc but i read a lot of dc and i think the closest things that they've ever done to like uh the marvel event called acts of vengeance that's that shit because acts of vengeance was basically about all the villains being like how about i fight your guy and you fight my guy and I think I could fuck your guy up because, like, you're not seeing this thing about your guy. And plus, he 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 can't fuck with my firepowers. I was like, mm, yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll go fuck with your guy because he's underwater. You know what I'm saying? And they do all this all this type of shit. They they switch partners basically. And for like a whole summer, the soup the heroes were getting their ass beat all across Marvel because the bad guys were like targeting their weaknesses and cross matching. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually being smart for a moment rather than and, crazy vengeful people. Dude, and like in, in Mark Miller's uh fucking um old man Logan, he, he posited that when the villains just decide to all show up 
and get together, there's so many of them, they would kill the heroes instantly. It was, it's just about unity. And the villains were able to get together and form a union, basically, and fuck the heroes up good. Yeah, and I I, I think that's another biggest, because that was the other problem I, I was going to point out with my picks, is Poison Ivy is a little too much of a wild card when it comes to a plan. She mm-hmm. might decide that she wants to do something different or that she doesn't like Ra's al Ghul and turn on him. Like there's there's that's one of the problems with with Poison Ivy in those situations. And even though she's badass and she can be a challenge for Batman just by herself, like for a plan, sometimes she's not the greatest. Yeah, I, I think in mine, that's why I tried to use Joker as like a fucking because I, I was going to pick what I was going to do is pick two fighters and Mr. Freeze so that, you know, that uh, he could he could at least hold Batman down and get him in positions where he wasn't able to um, jump around or do a bunch of shit. And then these fighters were coming from both sides and fuck his ass up. So, yeah, yeah. my backup plan was basically yeah Shiva. And at the time, I thought I was going to get Bane. I was gonna just go the full Monty of like uh, Deathstroke, Lady Shiva, and Bane I mean, <laughs> jumping <geez>. Batman <laughs> all at one time. <laughs> that was gonna be some hardcore shit. I don't give a fuck if that's on the docks on a fox. That would that would beat your ass. Yeah, if if Batman is by himself in that situation, he he ain't winning. He ain't winning. However, if Cassandra Kane shows up, I do. They might get out of there alive, man. Because Cassandra Kane can do the damn thing so yeah so like i mean it is interesting trying to come up with the uh, in this last segment the fucking uh uh goshen's 11 team because i think we picked really good oceans 11 team we're trying to put some others together obviously you put uh uh, Clayface and this guy that guy but like i think ours had a nice an elegance to the execution it wasn't too convoluted like somebody probably throw in the comments you know as they leave us a five-star review you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that across across all the fucking uh spotify's and apple podcasts wherever you get podcasts you leave a five-star review and leave a comment like well you should have used hugo strange to trick everybody or uh, or the fucking court of owls to buy everybody's allegiance or whatever the fuck complicated bullshit i think both of us had nice elegant plans to get batman totally really fucked up yeah. So just like Ed said, uh, leave us a five year five star rating. Also, you know, sub you can subscribe to the podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast, you get it in your feed immediately. Every single time you turn on your app, and there we are talking about nerdy stuff in a funny, interesting way. The extra podcast you're gonna be getting for the next one is Batman's worst villains in his rogue gallery. And I think I want so. to talk about worst villains, period, too, because like he's got a lot of bad ones, but there's there's more than enough to go around, so I think we should ex- ex- expand it sure to some. Is. Yeah, some ones that were just like Jesus Christ. And I think as an addendum to that, we're not just going to rag on them; we're going to try to fix them. So yeah, that's our pitch for you listening to our Patreon. Uh, it's like we're trying to be additive. We're not just here to destroy; we're here to build as well. So thanks for listening to our roadcastic episode of the Greatest Pod.